We're going to start off a little bit differently today, and I'm just going to, right out of the gate, ask you a question. If you were to get really honest with yourself, what is it that you feel compelled to do in this season of your life? Maybe you've been thinking about it for quite some time and you're not really sure if you're ready to pull the trigger on it and to step out and take that leap towards whatever that thing is that you feel in your heart that you're supposed to do. When we really get honest with ourselves, there is a gap between where we are right now, the desire to accomplish a goal or to try something new or to get back out there and put ourselves out um, in order to just really create opportunities in our lives and actually doing it. It's that gap of actually going from one to the other that really makes the most difference. And so if you're staying where you are right now, if you're staying in that spot and not making any moves, kind of just looking around and seeing, you know, okay, how do I do that? Maybe you're overanalyzing the process or thinking about all the possible ways things could go wrong. I want to encourage you that that's actually not going to help you take that step into your purpose and your potential. You actually have to make incremental shifts and close the gap between where you are right now, which is perhaps locked in fear, maybe feeling a little bit apprehensive and moving forward. And one of the biggest fears that we face is the fear that we'll never get there. That no matter what we do, how many books we read, how many podcasts we listen to, how many coaches we hire, that we're never going to close the gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. So I'm going to tell you, just out of probably the most honest, sincere place, you have to stop playing small. Now, over the past four weeks, we've been talking about things that are standing in the way of becoming who we really desire to be or accomplishing goals or stepping out and becoming an entrepreneur, starting a business, actually putting yourself out there and pursuing your passions. This is the final part of this four-part series and it's all about conquering the fear of stepping out. And I really believe that you, at the end of this episode, are going to be empowered to stand in the light of your own goodness, and you're really going to shine. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. If you are listening to the Courage Cast for the very first time, my name is Andrea. I am your host. I've been doing this for three years. Sometimes I can't even believe that it's been three years. We've had so many iterations and seasons and things that we've done differently throughout the years. And uh, I just honestly am more excited and have such an anticipation for what we're doing here on the podcast than I've ever had before. It's just 
continuing to grow. There were moments uh, when I look back at the journey that we've been on that honestly, I really just thought there's no way I can keep going. This is it just takes so much effort to put out a podcast every single week. And then I would get DMs and messages from people saying, you know, that podcast episode really affected me and I really needed to hear that. And I just really appreciate when people do send me messages and whether it's a text, whether it's through Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, something that has helped you because it really encourages me to keep going. And when I was really thinking about starting a podcast, Podcast, which is back three years ago, there were so many reasons why I thought I shouldn't start a podcast. And to be honest, there some of the same reasons why I thought I shouldn't start a podcast are the same fears, the same things that have been going through my mind over the past few months, which we're going to get to. And hopefully we're going to just kind of unpack a little bit of those things so that you can see maybe where you're stuck in your life. Okay. So I hope that some of the things that have happened to me, my story is going to impact you. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But if you have been listening to this series, the first episode of the series, the first part, we talked about the fear of failure and how often we don't do things because we're just afraid to fail. We're afraid to try. We're afraid of, you know, that possible humiliation and how to get over that and how to move forward in spite of that fear. And then in the second episode, we talked about the fear of getting it wrong and how often it is that we don't take steps because we're in this indecision phase. A lot of people call it analysis paralysis, where it's like, I just don't know if that decision is going to be the right decision, so I'm not going to make a decision at all. And how that keeps us from accomplishing the things that we really want to do. And then last week, we talked about the fear of what others think, the the opinions of others and how I just talked about how that stopped me in the past. And to be quite honest with you, all four of these episodes have been out of my own personal revelation. And I just wanted to share them with you because I think that so often we don't do what we feel compelled to do. We don't feel like we don't do what we feel God has called us to do because we're afraid to take those steps. And so whatever it is that is standing in your way today, I want to encourage you to take those steps. And if you have been taking those steps, then I just want to give you like a huge cheer. I want to champion you for going that extra mile. So I'm just really excited for this last part of the series, which is all about fear of stepping out. Now, over the past uh, maybe four months, I've really just been diving deep into uh, retooling the podcast. I became part of the Podcast Academy with um, an amazing coach, Jeremy Enns, and he does so many great things with podcasters. If you're ever looking to start a podcast or to really get your podcast um ship shape, I guess is maybe the way I would term it. This course that he does is just phenomenal. He ran it as a beta test and I jumped in on it and I found it so helpful for me to just really retool it. But part of my problem in the past has been that I like to dig deep into things and I like to learn and I like to know what it is that I need to do. And I take these steps in implementing 
But my problem has always been that I get stuck at the point where I actually don't take the big leaps. So I get all the way through the process. I take the course, I hire the coach. And then when the hard stuff hits, when I actually have to put myself out there, when I actually have to take like a step that possibly could mean that I am coming out of my comfort zone, I don't do it. And that is where I have found myself over the past few weeks. And so I decided that it was time for me to jump back in uh, and to jump into a mastermind. And this is the very first time that I've been a part of a paid mastermind. And I'm in full swing into the paid mastermind, which is one that I'm not running. And I hired a coach to be um, to keep me accountable. And one of the things that I have personally been working on throughout the past month is just really overcoming my own personal issues of overanalyzing things, of really getting stuck in that mode of um, trying to get everything perfect and trying to get everything right. And when my coach encouraged me to actually start recording the podcast, like turn on the record, like just press record for uh, the garage band. My coach encouraged me to just record episodes, like just to sit down and actually record myself talking. And I was like, there's no way that I can do that. I have to have everything written out and be really thoughtful about things. And so this is the very first episode that I've done in a really, really long time that I'm not following my notes like to a T. And you'll notice maybe sometimes that it sounds like I've, I'm reading things because there are times when it feels like I'm reading things. It all comes from a place where I have really thought out what I'm going to talk about on the podcast. But sometimes I just want to sound smarter than I feel like I am. But I have been thinking to myself, okay, what is one way that I can stretch and I can grow and that I can overcome my fear of stepping out? And one of the ways to do that is just to do it, to just do it imperfectly. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what I'll sound like if I'll sound like a big dummy or if this will be like the best thing that ever happened. But I am going to overcome my fear of stepping out by actually stepping out. And I'm going to give you some tips at the end of this episode to help you do the same thing. Now, maybe you've been listening to the entire series and you've just kind of been like buzzing with anticipation to actually get moving in your own life, to actually take those steps and implement some of the things that we've talked about. And you're ready to stare down those fears. And I I just am so grateful if that's the place that you're at, because I know that it really took a lot for you to get to the place that you are right now, which is ready to take some steps. Now, If you are in a place where you're still thinking, you know what, I just don't know that I can do this. This is really hard. I am, you know, afraid of getting it wrong. I am afraid of not pleasing my family members. I am afraid of failing in front of people. Well, I want to say it is time for you to buck up, friend. You have got to get some skin in the game and you've got to make some incremental shifts to move yourself forward because no one did this to you. You have gotten here 
on your own. You've accomplished this on your own. And I know this sounds like a little bit of tough love, but if you're standing on the fringe and you're kind of waiting like to jump into the ring, there's no there's no better place to be than actually in the ring doing what it is that you feel like you are supposed to do. In order to do that, you're just going to have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that means that you might be squeezed and pressed. That might mean that you're doing something like myself, which is like just riffing off the cuff in today's podcast, which is so uncomfortable. I'll just tell you that right now. Like, I'm even thinking to myself right now, like, okay, what am I going to say next? Okay. So I do have a list of things that I did write down because I did want to share. I want to be prepared. It's not like I don't want to be prepared. I am like over prepared for things. I'm literally the person who, you know, researches a flight, um, like for months before I buy and purchase a ticket to fly somewhere. If I'm going to book a hotel, I literally like look at 12 websites before I book a hotel. So I'm like the over-prepared person. So to do this is really, really difficult for me. So, okay, I'm just going to scroll down here. I'm going to take a look at a few things, but I have a list of things that I'm just going to talk to you about. And hopefully one of these, or maybe a few of them will help you to step out of your comfort zone and step into the light doing the things you need to do. The first one is switch your routine. Now, I am all about having a morning routine. I love having a morning routine. I have often said that I need to implement a better strategy for my evening routine, but I do go to bed at a certain time every night. But I love my morning routine specifically because it does set me up for the day. It does help me um, to mitigate anxiety, to help me to um, really prepare for the day, to have that just that that time for self-care and reflection. And, and for me, if I don't have that morning routine, then it's, I don't know, my day just kind of goes a little bit haywire. So I know that I need a morning routine. And I highly suggest it for people who want to make changes in their lives. And and so I would say that one of the things you definitely need to do is have a morning routine. However, saying that, it's it's really important to switch up your routine. You don't have to do the exact same thing every single day. In fact, it's really good to actually switch things up. So if you're like a type of person who likes to go for a run, maybe switch it up and take a yoga class. Or if you're someone who is always, you know, reading in the morning and really just likes to read, maybe switch it up and do some creative writing and actually write instead of read. Maybe you are somebody who just is is like myself where it's like I have to have everything planned out. Well, get around a friend who's spontaneous and and say, okay, listen, why don't we just do something today and you choose everything that we're going to do just so that you can start switching things up. And it will feel a little bit uncomfortable at first. I know because I know for myself, I like to kind of have things planned out. But, you know, maybe it will help you just to ask someone to do that. Now, I have a friend who I have like done day trips with. And it's funny, I was just thinking about this as I was talking. She's one of those people where she likes to have it planned out where she's going to eat because it's like food's super important. So it's like, where are we going to go for breakfast? Where are we going to go for lunch? Where are we going to stop for coffee? And it's like this thing that she needs to know where she's going to eat. 
Well, for me, that's not as important to know. Uh, I want to know maybe like what time we're leaving. I want to know, do I need to pack certain things? Um, but so everybody's a little bit different when it comes to switching up the routine and being spontaneous. But if you get around a person who's not like you, it's entirely likely you're going to be able to have some moments where you get uncomfortable and you have to switch things up just a bit. Okay, the next thing I want to suggest is say yes more often. I remember a few years ago, I was attending a church and I was going through a whole month that I had dedicated to saying yes to things that were going to put me out of my comfort zone. And I ended up saying yes to handing out flyers for this Easter thing that the church was doing, which was like totally out of my comfort zone. I am like not a person that goes to the park and and like hands flyers out, like not at all. Didn't even want to do it like didn't didn't want to do it. I don't even like like the idea of doing it. Okay. So anyways, I go to the park and there's one other girl who's there. No one else showed up in this church. I was like, what? Like who planned this? But anyways, so here I am in the park with this one girl. Her, her name is Ashley and we're hanging out and we ended up having like the best conversation. We sat in our in my car actually and had coffee and got to know each other. It ended up being this like beautiful conversation and this like started a friendship that we had. But it was all because of me saying yes to an opportunity that I would otherwise say no to. Now to boot, while I was there, I actually ran into somebody who is kind of like our, our you know, local celebrity in Toronto, which is George Strombopoulos. And I got a chance to talk to him and say hello. And I had been watching his show and I had really been moved by some of the episodes that he had recently done. And it was really, really cool. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity either if I had not said yes to that opportunity. OK, the next thing is move toward your fears. And when you're moving toward your fears, that means you acknowledge what the fear is, and yet you're still willing to do it anyways. So when my coach was telling me, you know, Andrea, I think that you should just press record on the podcast and you should just talk and see what happens. To me, that was like the worst. And I actually, in my mind at the time, like came up with a bunch of excuses of why I shouldn't do that and why I should just keep doing things the way that I have been doing them. And then I thought to myself, yeah, but like, what if that's not working and accomplishing what I really want it to accomplish? And her suggestion is actually going to put me closer and close the gap to where I want to be. And so I decided that in order to close the gap, I actually have to be able to um, do things that are hard and uncomfortable, things I might not like. The next thing is to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. And a lot of times that just means that you're going places and doing things that are like just totally not your jam all the time. And, you know, a lot of the could be just even going to a restaurant that you normally wouldn't go to or maybe um going shopping with people when you don't like shopping or maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's not shopping when you really like shopping <laughs> I know I, I say that but I think it, it the point is is that you really have to choose something that makes you feel a little bit more uncomfortable and so maybe that is going to a, a yoga class for the very first time when you've never been and you think okay this would make me be really really uncomfortable and do something that will stretch you 
to the next level. Okay, then the next one, I know this is going to be a hard one um, for most of us. Uh, It's hard for me, but how about giving up control? I am a big picture thinker. I am somebody who likes to uh, know all the details, and it's a strong suit of mine, especially as a coach, because when I am talking to clients, I tend to see the big picture in their lives, and I can see the potential and where it needs to be boosted and how to get a client to that place. I am able to help them close the gap because I can see the big picture. The problem though for me becomes when I'm just um, insularly doing that in my own life and I'm not allowing other voices to speak into that because, because I see the big picture so much, I want to have control to make sure that the outcome is what I think I want it to be. But when I'm doing that and I'm having too much control over the outcome, that's when I get stuck in my head. That's when I overanalyze and that's when I stop taking steps towards accomplishing those things and towards closing the gap from where I am to where I want to be. So giving up control is really important because it means that we are listening to other voices. We are able just to kind of open-handedly do things. Um, I think spiritually, it has a huge effect on our lives because when we're open-handed and we're not trying to control everything, it's like we leave so much room for God to actually do those things that we could not do, even if we wanted to do them. Okay, now the next one is hang out with risk takers or what I like to call challengers. You know, here's a reference to the Enneagram, the Enneagram 9, or the Enneagram 8, I'm sorry. The Enneagram 8 is called the challenger. And challengers, I have some friends, in fact, some really great friends who are 8s on the Enneagram, and they are challengers. And I'll tell you what, when I have conversations with those people, when I'm hanging out with them, I am pushed out of my comfort zone because of the way they see the world and because of the way that they interact in the world, it is not in my comfort zone. And so it forces me to actually have to adapt and be flexible and to think different way. And so I hang out with eights on the Enneagram, not purposely, obviously, but I hang out with them because I know that they challenge me and push me. And sometimes it is really uncomfortable. In fact, I've had multiple conversations with um, eights on the Enneagram, friends of mine, that I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be friends with you anymore because this is actually that painful to have these conversations. But the truth is, is that they are so good for me and that's my own fear talking and that's my own junk and stuff holding me back from moving forward. So hang out with some risk takers, find some eights on the Enneagram and become friends with them. And if you're an eight, I just want to say, I love you. Okay. The next thing is try something new. Now I have been trying a few new things, um, over the past six months, been cooking some new dishes. I'm, I've always been one of those people that say, you know what? I only like cook to eat and I eat to live. And so basically I'm not cooking for any kind of like, um, enjoyment, but I've actually kind of started to enjoy that time of preparing things of just being in the kitchen and just having that mindful time 
time of preparing food. So for me, trying new things has been all about maybe making something that I normally wouldn't make or trying something um, just to see if it's good or not. So for you, maybe it's taking a class or signing up for a course or maybe it's um, performing somewhere or maybe it is, you know, just... um, updating your resume and sending it out and just try something new, see if it fits you or not. The next one is ask questions. Be curious. Uh, A few years ago, I went to Lake Louise, which is located in Alberta, Canada, and it is gorgeous. If you've never been there before, I would highly, highly suggest going there. It's like honestly one of the most beautiful locations I've ever been to. And we were at the restaurant um, in the hotel that we're staying at, which is the Fairmont. And I was just talking to the server as asking the server lots of questions and just like really curious about her life and stuff. My friend Julie afterwards, she said to me, she's like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, you ask so many questions. And it really made me think, you know what? I'm just really curious. Like, I am genuinely curious about the lives of people. And I want to know. Like, I want to know what's going on in their life. I want to know how they got there. And a lot of times, in order for us to close the gap, we need to ask questions. We need to be more curious about people, about life, about things, about things we don't understand and understanding and learning. New concepts, um, just making friends with new people and being curious about life and others. And in that kind of segueing from that is start conversations with people you don't know. If you're at a party or networking, I know this is like probably the hardest thing. You just may have heard the dog sigh and I'm going to leave that in. I'm going to keep going because I'm just recording today. (laughs) Okay, start conversations with people who you may not know. And in doing so, like refer back to this last one, which is like, just be curious, ask questions. If they say something, then go, well, what piques my curiosity about this individual? Or you may be walking down the streets of your city and you're grabbing a coffee and someone else is in line and you're like, they're ordering something and you say to them, hey, like, have you had that before? Is it any good? Like, I was thinking about ordering something and I'm not sure if I should try something new. Or further to that, maybe you ask the barista, you know, what's good today or what do you enjoy from here? And just start conversations with people you otherwise wouldn't. My dad is like literally the king of starting conversations with people. He will go to a mall and he will sit on the bench and no joke, he will talk to everyone that passes him and people like literally will sit and talk to him just in the mall because he's that good at starting conversations and the next thing um, is just really step out step out of your comfort zone and get in front of a camera or actually press record in starting a new podcast or um Record that song and put that out on Instagram or do one of those reels or a TikTok or whatever. I have yet to do a TikTok. I'm not even sure what TikTok is exactly, except for people doing funny dances. But do something that is going to put you out there, that is actually going to possibly make you look a little bit goofy or a little bit silly. So get in front of the camera, get in front of the microphone, get in front of 
people maybe on stage do like um, a friend of mine who's really good at stand-up comedy like get out there book a show for yourself get out there and you know make a video of you doing something funny if you're still you know not able to actually do things um, in front of a live crowd do it on video because there's people watching and there are always going to be people watching on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, wherever you find yourself. Okay, so those are my my little tips for you that um, I hope you will find helpful as you start to move towards what it is that you really feel compelled to do. I know that it can be really hard to stare down those really difficult things. We've talked a lot about that over the past four weeks. And when something is standing in your way, you really got to find a way to move past it, whether it's moving around it, whether it's jumping over it, whether it's like taking it and chucking it, you know, as far away from you as possible. The point is, is that closing the gap from where you are now to where you want to go is going to require you Um, taking those steps of faith, believing in yourself, trusting your intuition, knowing that that it is something that you can do. And that even if it feels uncomfortable or it feels hard or it feels like you might fail or it feels like you might get it wrong, it's entirely possible you might. And that's okay because failure is inevitable and it's probably going to happen and you're probably not going to get the approval of everyone and not everyone's going to like what you do and there's going to be people who judge it and there are going to be people who think you look dumb and all of those things but if you really truly want to step out if you really truly want to live aligned in your purpose then it is going to require you getting uncomfortable and stepping out of the place that you are in right now. So I want to encourage you to take those steps to just maybe even find one of them and actually move towards it over the next week. And then let me know, how is it going for you? Like what has changed in your life? Because you actually took that step in your own life. And I'd love to hear from you. So make sure that you follow me on Instagram and just send me a DM or you can just post a comment on one of my posts and let me know what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I'd love to encourage you and I'd love to champion you. And if you are ready to take an even bigger step forward, then I want to encourage you to sign up for a free coaching session with me. And I want to say this right off the bat, like, you know, coaching is an investment. It is a big deal for people, but I'll tell you what, the times that I've moved forward in my life have always been the times that I invested in myself. And that meant getting a solid voice and a solid person in my corner to help me move towards what it is that I truly want. Because when I'm doing it myself and I'm trying to do it myself, I often get just stuck in my own junk and I can't see the forest through the trees. And even though I think I'm a really smart person and I think that I can figure things out on my own, and a lot of times I can figure things out on my own, the truth of the matter is I move forward faster when I'm doing it with someone else. And so if you're ready to actually take that step and move yourself forward and actually get moving on your dreams or really get 
super clear about your purpose and how you want to do that and how you want to step out and start a business or um, accomplish something that you've really always wanted to do, let's have a conversation about that. Let's address those mindsets that are standing in your way, those things that maybe are you're facing right now that are really, really hard. And in order to do that, all you have to do is just go to my website, andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule and book yourself a free 30 minute coaching strategy call with me. Okay, I made it all the way through this uh, episode and I'm so proud of myself. I'm not going to lie. I'm patting myself on the back. My dog's sitting here. She's snoring away. You may even be able to hear it (laughs) in the podcast and I'm going to leave it in there because this is just kind of the new way and we'll see what happens. We'll see if I keep doing it this way or not, or maybe find a hybrid of, you know, preparedness and not preparedness. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you do share it with a friend and let me know that you, that you listened. Love you so much. And until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.